0: Hey everyone welcome back to another episode of our take heart today we are going to be talking about the peace of god and i think it's timely it is something uh, obviously we need throughout our lives but especially now in the times that we're in with the elections coming up and uh, everything that's happening in our world in our nation and even just in our own personal lives there's so much that's happening that we we don't know that what we're going through we we don't know the things that each of us are going through. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that happens throughout the night, you know, kids getting sick, or, you know, just uh, people getting in in car accidents. Uh, There's so much that is happening that causes us to really take our eyes off of Jesus. And ultimately that's what gives us this fear and it gives us worry and anxiety. And it is the peace of God that we need in the midst of just everything that happens in our lives. Uh, We know as Christians that we're not exempt from anything, that we are called to suffer, that we are called to trials, that we're called to tribulation, and uh, and we know that's what we're going through. And as we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, we need our shepherd. We need the peace of God to be able to uh, trust in him and and to be a light and a salt in this world. And so a good place to look at is in Philippians chapter 4, where Paul gives us a beautiful recipe of what it means to receive the peace of god and i just want to point out really quick just verse 6 in philippians chapter 4 where he says be anxious for nothing but in everything uh, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and you know paul reminds us the word reminds us god and jesus remind us often throughout scriptures to not worry to to not be anxious and and as they tell us that it seems like okay well I understand that in the midst of the things that I'm going through that I'm not to be anxious I'm not to worry but that's all well and good but uh, you know it's easy to say but then it's hard to do right and uh, but I think Paul gives us again a clear understanding and a clear picture of what we need to do to get to the point where we don't have to be anxious we don't have to worry but we can truly hold and have the peace of God you know, anxiety and worry, man, they're, they're the opposite of faith. They're the opposite of what God calls us and wants us to do. You know, anxiety and worry, they, they, they hold hands. They skip around in our minds. They make us weak, they make us scared, they make us hopeless and helpless. You know, they get us nowhere. They worsen the situation, they worsen our state of mind. Corey Tenboom said it best. He said, "Where worry is like a rocking chair it keeps you moving but it does not get you anywhere and i want to encourage you today to not get caught up worrying or be anxious don't take your eyes off of jesus he's the only one who can bring you the peace that you need and he has all things under his control so shed the anxiety the worry the doubt and put on the peace of god now how do we receive the peace of god well let's read it philippians chapter 4 Verses 4 through 9. Paul again gives you a clear recipe for the peace of God. And we'll break it down after we read it. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men, that the Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through christ jesus finally brethren whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure and whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good report if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy meditate on these things the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me these do in the god of peace will be with you. So let's break it down. There's eight things that Paul tells us in these verses that give us the peace of God. The first thing that we see in verse four is that we are to rejoice in the Lord always. To rejoice in the Lord always. So you first and foremost rejoice in God. It's not based on your circumstances, it's not based on your situations, it's not based on what's going going on around you. It is based on Him and Him alone rejoice in the Lord always and then Paul follows it up with saying then rejoice again keep rejoicing the second thing he tells us to do is to be gentle so first rejoice then be gentle he says let your gentleness be known to all men be gentle the third thing is to know that the Lord is at hand again he has told us over and over and over again to look for the Lord's coming to patiently wait and hope and endure and be excited for His coming. And Paul reminds us, this is the third thing that we're to have, to have the peace of God, is to know that the Lord is at hand, that Jesus is coming back. And if that doesn't give you peace in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of everything that's happening in your life, number four is be anxious for nothing. And Paul puts it point blank that we're not to just be a a little bit anxious or anxious over certain things, but we're to be anxious for nothing, not a single thing, whether big or small, do not be anxious. And the fifth point that Paul gives us is that we're to be in prayer, to be in prayer, to pray always and to make our requests known. And he says one of the things that we're to do as we make our requests known and as we pray, is that we should, we should do it with thanksgiving. And that's our sixth point, is that we're to be thankful. Be thankful, be content. Point number seven is to have positive and correct thinking. I believe what you put in is what comes out. And Paul tells us here that it's important what things go in your mind. To have positive and correct and good thinking. He says it very clearly when he says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Think on those things. Allow those to be on your mind. The things of God, the things of His Word, the things that are good. Again, He says, whatever's true, noble, just, pure, lovely, good, report. Uh, virtue and praiseworthy think on those things so if that means shutting off certain things or you know not listening to certain people maybe it's uh, deleting your social media not watching certain tv shows you know not reading certain books and not hanging around certain people we have to put in good things we have to have positive and correct thinking and the eighth thing the last thing And Paul tells us at the end of these verses is that we are to be obedient, that we are to do the things that we have learned from the word of God. Don't just be hearers, but be doers. And by doing this, the peace of God will surpass all our understanding and it will guard our heart and mind through Jesus Christ. I mean, who doesn't want that kind of peace that passes even my own simple understanding that God will keep me, that God will protect me, that even in the midst of storms, even in the midst of chaos, even in the midst of walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I will have the peace of God. So really quick, again, the eight things that Paul tells us to do is one, rejoice in the Lord. Two, be gentle. Three, know that the Lord is coming back. Four, be anxious for nothing. Five, be in prayer. Six, be thankful. Seven, have positive and correct thinking. And eight, be obedient and do the things that you've learned in the word of God. I love you guys and I'll see you next time.